felt like I had a really long day today. I woke up, tried to get dressed, and failed multiple times um, because I knew I had the opera in the afternoon, but I also had a booking at a gallery on the Upper West Side um, prior to the opera, so I knew I wanted to walk through the park, but obviously you can't show up to the opera in workout clothes. Or you can, but you might be ostracized forever. So I put on some dresses that I really liked in the past and they all felt really dowdy on me. I don't know why. I I feel like I've shed a lot of weight. Um not only physically but also psychically and emotionally over the past few months. I guess yoga has really helped, and so has therapy, like, long overdue fitness of the mind and body. And so when I put on these dresses that I'd had for several years and were by great brands that I liked. They somehow felt dowdy and like really modest. And I think prior to this summer, I had always hidden my shape under clothing. I'd always been insecure about my shape about my stomach, about everything, about, I guess, as a holdover from puberty, like, 20 years ago, but also dealing with old eating disordered habits and old outdated beliefs about modesty and dressing appropriately. Um, yeah, working out and going on daily walks and also creating casual shirts with my artwork on it in sizes that fit my body perfectly. I've never been able to do that before in my life, and it's just so empowering and freeing. Because anytime you go to a clothing store, the chances that they'll, they'll have your size is next to none. Like, everything is cut too large in the Western world, for me, 
And I know many other Asian people who have this problem when looking for clothing here. Unless they're similar to, you know, six foot tall Anglos. Um, so yeah, I think I'm finally like solving a decades long issue for not just myself, but potentially many others. And that's what excites me about my clothing line is while it's not just for, you know, Asian women, um, it really is unique to have artwork um, printed on clothing. I think I have to get better and more creative at this pitch. Anyhow, uh, so that was difficult. I ended up just putting on my regular casual day wear workout outfit, which is leggings and my top. And I walked all the way up to 86th, saw a great show on metalsmithing and the history of metals across the African continent. Um, and afterwards I walked back. It's already pretty tired. I really hate the weekends in the park because it feels like every Tom, Jane, Dick and Harry and their cousins and extended family come into the city and then clog up everything. All the sidewalks, all the streets. Um, so it's pretty tiring psychically to have to dodge crowds. And then I try to get dressed again, uh, which took a bit of effort. I don't know. I think in my wardrobe, I'm lacking like boring structured trousers. Um, feels like all my pants are like wild, wildly patterned or intensely colored or dowdy made for just wearing around the house so I think yeah that's an area in which I could improve Anyway, I settled on my pretty R-rated 
silk shirt that has uh, illustrations of this green sea monster rising from the depths and on the back it's this naked woman <laughs> being lusted over by like lecherous demons I wonder if that's why people were looking at me anyway and then I paired that with purple pants and green snake skin flats and my green snakeskin bag and yeah I went to see Nabucco which was set in ancient Babylon and there were noticeably more Asian faces in starring roles which I really appreciated I don't remember any of the music but I do remember the soprano being absolutely astounding. Um, yeah, intermission, I went outside and had a bit of an existential crisis as I normally do, and I didn't go back inside. <laughs> Um, the super old man who used a walker sat next to me, and he looked really familiar. I wondered if he, I don't know, lived in my building or was on TV or something. Anyhow, on my way back, I tried this new rideshare service in a Tesla called Revel and it had a great open roof well those are great for I think overcast places but in California the sun does heat up your scalp pretty quickly um, some streets in Midtown were closed off so I got stuck in traffic uh, we had to like go back uptown and then try to go down park and then I don't know what's been going on with the streets but they've cut up all the gravel and they haven't repaved the road at all and I've noticed it's been like this for weeks now so <laughs> it's pretty terrible on cars tires um, and shock systems I would imagine like, going down a street feels like being in a boat. <laughs> um, came home, ordered 
broiled fish filet soup from a Sichuanese staple restaurant in the neighborhood. It's very good. Um, oh, and then I took down some paintings and I took away my old duvet cover and the Georgia O'Keeffe table cover and then took out my empty painting stretcher because I think I might just paint tomorrow since I haven't painted in almost three weeks now that's a long time for me to go without painting um, I put Carrot back in the closet where I think he's going to stay for a while oh, and I reorganized my closet and found the ski goggles that I thought I'd lost and a really cute pair of white leather snow not mittens, oh, gloves I'm hoping I can go to Park City or Snowbird or something in November or December. I'd originally wanted to go back to China in November because that's when some of the art fairs are, are happening. And I also haven't seen my best friend for a while now. I think I saw him... When did I see him? Now I don't really remember, but he was stuck in San Francisco for maybe three years. And then he finally went back to Shanghai where he's been doing nothing but drinking and going to parties. Yeah. That's about it for today. Since it's the full moon, we should all make confessions. And I think mine is that I am falling out of love with opera. I know, this is a shocker. Please do not alert the presses. But... I think people might have had a point when they pointed out that opera was written, well, typically operas were written 200 to 300 years ago, um, dealing with topics of the era in which they were written and still set to music that was written for a very specific audience. 
What's interesting about classical music though is it always feels like a direct link, a direct continuous link to the past. Um, which I think has always made sense when seen and heard in the context of European concert halls because typically um, the Philharmonic or symphonies will play national pieces like when I lived in Italy they mostly always ever only played Italian composers and in France they typically play French composers but when you import that in to America for English speaking audiences it becomes kind of strange like uncanny because you can't really say any of classical music developed in America proper. Um, America invented jazz and rock and roll, I guess. Country, blues, but classical is really one area that you can't, America cannot really take credit for it. So it's just strange that the bulk of what's performed at the Met is in a foreign language to most people and the music isn't that familiar and takes many years to familiarize oneself with it. I think this is what had initially turned me off of pursuing a career in classical music, which is why I decided to stop when I was 14, because it just became too difficult to constantly be living in a fantasized, romanticized version of reality when the composer composed the piece, whatever piece that I would be working on. I wonder if I became lost in time that way. I often think about how places are rooted in defining times of their identity. 
For example, like New York has many different eras.、Um, it was all farmland. Then various little villages started popping up. Then there were riots that caused migrations of peoples,、um, and then incoming waves of migrants from the old world created these segregated neighborhoods. So, the seventies and eighties gets mentioned a lot in art history of New York. Because that's when all the downtown artists and musicians were coming up.、Um, that dream is like that memory is long dead, though. Or it's I just. A lot of people have nostalgia for it, but they're obviously in their sixties. And what I really resent about the art world here is they haven't really moved on from that memory of the seventies Soho, which I wasn't alive to experience. So I can't really. It would be dishonest of me to say that I am inspired by that scene because I'm not. <laughs> um. Like I would say personally, I've taken much more inspiration from. Italian Renaissance and Baroque, than New York seventies. For my own art, anyway. Um, but of course it depends on where you are in the city. So, like, I guess Greenwich had its heyday as a gay community. Writers community.、Um, and then Midtown, like that was the peak of New York,、uh, with the highest skyscrapers in the world at the time. And then I guess eighties Wall Street. It had another important flare-up, but I can't see New York really being that relevant culturally, artistically、um, nowadays. Like. In terms of importance, I suppose financially it still runs a lot of the world, but I think something like 
one-third of the world's wealth is held in Switzerland. And then you have the city of London with all their financial doings, goings-on. And then artists have always lived, like, everywhere it's cheap. Um, which Manhattan most definitely is not. And I don't think even Brooklyn is now. I don't know. I used to have a studio, but it was way too much effort to get out there every day and come back. Um, yeah, I guess I'm thinking of where... I want, where am I want to move? Like just for a better quality of life. Now that I'm finally tiring of the opera. I mean, the Philharmonic is still really excellent. But yeah, these two things are really the only reason why I'm back. And if I don't care for the opera, then I don't think the Philharmonic is really worth staying here for.